0: I did a 90 mile fence job for uh, this guy. He was one of the richest people in had the world. Had to be,
1: 90 miles. Like.
0: <laughs> of, of like board fence. And yeah, he ran um he ran an energy hedge fund and he had a guy who just came in with the wave. You know, he's like, I want 10 miles of fence here and I want 30 miles of fence over here. And I want, and we did it all in like two and a half years. And I, I had like 4,000 customers and I kept all of them happy. Plus him. we like added them in.
2: Cannon Johnson and Dan Blanc are just two guys who love the fencing industry and are here to help you grow your company and find solutions to your business challenges. You're listening to My Fence Life, powered by Southwest Automated Security. So buckle up and hold on tight as they take you on this ride called My Fence Life.
1: What is up, fence fam? Welcome to the realest and the baddest fence show on the planet. Hey, guys, just to make it official, the date is Wednesday, September the 21st, and the time is 6.36 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Hey, guys, this show is for you. This show is for us, and we call it My Fence Life. And if you're living the fence life, you understand just how real that can be. Sometimes you forget to hit the record button out here. It's really real. And hey, guys, if you like our show, Do us a favor. You can share this show. You can share this Facebook page. Uh, You can tell a friend. Tell your fence friends. Also, just so you know, there's actually three shows every week. One of them is live. You can find these shows uh, available for download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every other major podcast platform. Hey, guys. My name is Cannon Johnson. I'm with Jackson Fence Company in Medina, Tennessee. And we do all things fence with a stronghold in the residential market and a growing focus on gate automation and commercial fencing. And this is my co host right here, my good old buddy, old pal, Dan Blanc. And Dan is who we know as the Fence King from Mandeville, Louisiana, also known as the Swamp Bud Capital of the World. And he loves it when I say that, even when I say it twice in 10 minutes, not he really, loves it. Really? But oh, hey guys, goodness. the Fence King. Who are they? They're known for their beautiful wood fences, and they've been providing privacy, security, and peace of mind since 1999. But hey guys, welcome to the show. This is our show, my fence life. Yo,
2: everybody, here. everybody, let's get into it. Get started. started. I'm all get started. started. Yeah. started. Yeah. Get started.
1: Kenny Dugan is saying Groundhog Day. You get that? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, Kenny. (laughs) Yeah, man, my bad. We had to do what we had to do. We got obligations we got to fulfill. Hey, guys, we're coming to you live tonight from the Southwest Automated Security Studio, your one-stop shop for gate automation, access control, video surveillance, hardware, and more. With 19 locations, Southwest Automated Security will get the products that you want to your doorstep fast. Visit yep. southwestautomated.com. Who else you got, Dano?
3: Well, we got Expert Stain and Seal. We can't forget about K.O. Broth. They got 18 different odor-free flavors. Mm. I like flavors. Mm. And not a lick of backbrushing. I got a funny feeling my friend from Tennessee wrote that. Not a lick of backbrushing. <laughs> it's the finest product on the market, and your employees can't mess it up. Expert Stain and Seal, professional wood care.
1: Ooh, my salesman, the king to saving your company money and getting tire kickers out of the way. Sign up for a free trial. Tell them that your friend Dan and Cannon sent you. You'll get 60 days for free. 60? (laughs) I don't know. Hey, thank you, my salesman, for letting us call the shots. You think Matt and Rachel's going to do that?
3: I don't know, man. Last week you said 30 days free. Now this week we're saying 60. Push it, baby. Push it. Hey, go
1: over to my salesman. Tell them you want to try it out. Tell them we sent you. Let us know what they tell you. We're interested ourselves.
3: Yeah, me too, man. I need to know. And, hey, we can't forget about good old D&D Technologies, the name, brand, and gate hardware, creator of the Magna Latch, and the shut it, badass hinge. I like saying that. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't say D&D, guess what? It ain't badass. That's right. Job Nimbus, the best contractor
1: software. Get your free 14-day trial today at JobNimbus.com. Be more profitable. Be more efficient. Be more organized. It should also say be more cool. Job yeah. Nimbus, making contractors look like heroes to their con- to their customers. Visit jobnimbus.com.
3: And we can't forget about our good old, oh, I can't say good old buddy, old pal. That's your line, huh? Well, that's you, bro. That's, that's talking about you. Can't forget about my buddy, Clever Fox Online, old Benji McKinney. You know, man, he's representing more than 40 fence companies right now on the worldwide web. Wow. Wall.
1: Helping yeah. them out, Fox, the competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> damn Block. I'm excited about this freaking episode, dude. We got I'm just gonna let this out the bag. We got Dan Williams with us tonight. Dan Williams is coming to us from Central New York Williams Fence Company. They do all things fence and all things excavation. He's in the green room right now. He's freaking hyped up. I not I done got to talk to him just for a few minutes and guys. I'm fired up and I'm gonna probably put myself on mute here in a minute. But hey. Dan, every week, we got this little trend going.
3: Yeah. yeah, man. We got reviews. We got like eight reviews this past week. Thank you, guys. Be sure, go to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, leave a review for us. It really matters. Facebook, too. We'll take those, okay? Uh, this week, <clears throat> best fence slash business podcast. Dan and Cannon have a great perspective on not only the fence business, but business in general, content delivered in an informative and an entertaining way. That's probably because of me. Um, <laughs> these two guys are the real deal. This podcast is a must if you're trying to build a fence business. That comes from 4 Molson. Thank you, 4 Molson. Appreciate that, buddy. 4 Molson.
2: Ooh.
1: I tell you what, man. It's talk about some hype music on Wednesday night. I just like it. You're killing it over there. I brother. feel like we at the gymnasium. I'm finna run out to the basketball team, you know.
3: I need to go grab a beer or something. I feel like I'm at
1: the club. <laughs> hey guys, we got some show notes. We got some housekeeping. We wanna sh- we wanna keep you guys in the loop. I want to be very, very, very clear, guys. We we appreciate every one of you coming out Wednesday night and, and being in the comments. It means a lot to us. Truly. It keeps us going. I don't think we would do this if we come out and and, and, and there was no engagement. You guys are the reason we do this. And so because of that, we will always we always want to make the show. Um, we want to give back and we, we want to make the show educational we want to make it entertaining and we want to make it easy easy for you to listen to us to find us and to stay connected with what we're doing with what's going on in, in the fence industry so a few notes here guys uh, this is like Sunday morning church bulletin type stuff like I'm reading from the memo um, so the show <laughs> Let's talk about the show. Let's talk about this live video show that we do on Wednesday nights, guys. Hey, we're going to start leaving it up on Facebook. If you've noticed, the last two weeks we did not delete the show. For some reason, we had this little <clears throat> idea that we needed to uh, record the show live and then uh, delete the show. <clears throat> we've, 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 we've heard it from you, and we listen to you. You guys want us to keep the show on Facebook, and we've, we've decided we're going to keep the show right here on Facebook so you can listen to it live. You can also come back to Facebook to listen to it also also, yep. we're taking a, a copy of the show and we're going to start loading it into uh, myfencelife.com where you can go and get a full, um, you can get notes from the show, you can get a full transcript rather, because sometimes you can't understand what a coon ass and a southern redneck says. So, yep. We have that available to you coming soon at myfencelife.com.
3: Um, wait, wait, wait. And we're going to have the breaking news on there, bro. Gonna, y'all can go back, you can read the articles, and watch any videos associated with it.
1: That's right. You'll be able to fact check everything that we say on the breaking news segments right at myfencelife.com. And also, the final announcement, guys, we're making decisions best for you because we're listening to your feedback. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, those are the new drop dates for our shows. Again, we do one live show a week, but there are other shows along the way. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you can listen to My Fence Life. The, uh, the old uh, platform had a, had a Saturday. The old schedule had a Saturday. We heard it from you. You're working Monday through Friday. You're on the fence line Monday through Friday. That's when you have time to listen to Fence podcast and so we've adjusted our release dates to meet your uh your wishes so monday wednesday friday um, uh, apple spotify stitcher whatever you want to listen to go there be there and that's a lot of notes and i'm sorry to, to 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 take so damn long with that so dan
3: and we just had some house cleaning to do man next week it'll be shorter that's right what's going <laughs> on dano Man, all kinds of stuff, man. Have you heard about the new job? Nimbus, my salesman integration. It's happening tonight at midnight. So but, let's let's hit on that for a minute. But it's not going to be a hundred percent. We're running into some glitches. I see Rachel cruising in the comments, and she's probably going to kill me because I'm talking about it. But Rachel, we run, we call crazy. the shots. We go, we call the shots here, and we call the shots around here. Rachel, sixty <laughs> days. Don't make us go to ninety days free on my salesman. Gosh darn it. Twelve months. Twelve months. anyway man the integration is going to be great Um, they're working out some kinks I talked to a guy by the name of Ryan Walker at Job Nemes today and he's like hey man what do you need us to do I want to make sure everything's going right so they're doing a little testing so hopefully this time next week I got an email from Rachel sorry Rachel I didn't read it so I might be jumping the gun but I think in the next week or so we'll have it ironed out that's right
1: Hey, so, so. real quick, Dano, uh, I'm freaking fired up about the mice. I can't tell you how much time we waste at Jackson Fence typing in people under uh, our job number CRM system. Oh, bro, yeah. So, and and we also we also are humans and we do mistakes, and so. Uh, I'm I'm super excited about this. Hey, we got tons of our, uh, of our friends in our comments. We got Benji McKinney, Dylan Blanc, Joseph Rivers, Chris Hearn, Susan Worley from from SAS. What's up, Susan? We got our buddy Shane Catton here in the Hey-o. house tonight. We got Jeremy, my favorite last name in the whole show. Vetch, <laughs> Vetch, please. Uh, <laughs> Joseph Rivers. We got Michelle Myers from Pink Collars. What's up, Michelle? I haven't seen you in a, in a yeah. Uh, what's yeah. happening, Michelle? Um. We got Kenny, Kenny Dugan, the stained man with us tonight. Uh uh that always means a lot to have somebody kind of kind of on the other side of the industry, the finishing side of the industry. Uh thank you for being here, Kenny. Uh, James Blaisdell up from uh, somewhere in central Indiana. What's up, James? Yeah, Alan Edwards with us. Terry Bato, Dylan Blanc again, Chris Gass. Chris Gass is giving a shout out to old Ricky Bobby down in the green room. Yeah. Yeah, David Olson blowing his head up. uh daniel daniel anderman hey man welcome to the show uh david welcome to the show sir rachel cruzy uh what is she saying here you guys are gonna be in just as much hot water with me as matt warner making promises to peeps
3: (laughs) i don't know we uh, matt said we we kind of we can pull some strings around there now
1: man i'm uh really excited about this authority and this autonomy he talked about the other day
3: yeah, me too, man. I think uh, we're gonna have an office down that long hallway.
1: Trust your people. Uh, buy into your people. they give them enough rope to to, 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 do what they need
3: to do. And uh, <laughs> he gave us rope. We might. <laughs> <laughs> man, you ready to get uh, Dan Williams in here? Or Let's what? Get him in here, man. Let's get him in here. How would do it? What button do you got to hit? That button, and then that, that button right.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Go ahead. Let's go. What's up, Dan Williams?
0: Ricky. Dan Williams, from New York. <laughs> How you doing, Canada?
1: Man, I am yeah. doing well. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Before we start and get too far, we got some we got some more housekeeping to do. We always do housekeeping with our guests as well. So I'm yep. drinking a Bush Latte over here. Dan
0: O, what you got?
3: Um, I'm drinking the good old bourbon.
0: Dan Williams. Uh, myself, uh C B D seltzer. So oh, wow. the shit yeah, CBD. CBD is uh, tap the yeah, camera.
3: There you go. There you go. We'll tap.
1: We can't see it. You didn't do it right. Oh, let's go. You right. go. There you go. Got you. Yeah, he yeah. went. He went for the monitor. I saw.
0: It <laughs> would have been a monitor shot. Um, that's my first time cheersing. Uh, on a zoom i think it's cool
1: this just part of it man
0: hey i guys, broke if, my i broke did i pop my cherry yes
1: long time listener first time caller and so this is the next thing we have to find out what everybody else is drinking hey guys if you're in the house tonight let us know you're here put it in the comments what are you drinking we like to hear it we so, want to know go we want to know all right so you're drinking a cbd seltzer i've never heard of such
0: yeah, it's uh, it's the it's the rage, you know, because you don't it doesn't affect your mind. Uh, you just you get the body buzz from it. There's no calories, so I'm able to fit in my skinny jeans this winter.
3: Get get a little closer. Uh, Let me see your eyes. Are they blushing?
0: <laughs> I smoke too, so I just make sure I'm getting it both ways. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so- hey, it's, it's it's legal. I, I'm not. Doing anything different than what you fellas are doing. I'm just altering my spirits a little bit in a positive right. way. So right? so
1: so no calories. What about the carbs in that thing?
0: Zero. There's zero there's no. zero calories, zero carbs. Just tomorrow. It's seltzer with C V D. It's it's everything you want and nothing that you don't.
1: That's interesting. Is it flavored? Yeah, it's this is uh blood orange. Like a like an orangey kind of flavor?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's great.
3: Yep. I'm gonna have to try some of those, man.
0: Yeah, dude, I'll ship some down to you. Definitely. Is that legal? Yeah. <laughs> you want to check that out. I'm coming to New Orleans.
3: Come on down, man. David Gatto coming down, too. I can't wait. He's coming to my office. The guy's yeah.
0: awesome. Yeah, we, we, we're checking out a Mercedes van right now. We're going to go uh, northern route first, and then I think just work our way right around and uh, then make the southern route back.
3: Nice, bro. Nice
0: dan man. williams you live the
1: life man guys i know some of you don't know dan williams he is he is the stud of central new york fencing i'm gonna give him that how about that <laughs>
0: oh thank you thank well, you he's no, a funny
3: guy you ever spend some time with him he's a
0: ball of laughs so you you guys we we got to get down to talking a little bit about fence and i think um you know, I'd like to start just maybe talking about how this whole shit happened in the first place, right? Mm, you yeah. know, how, the hell can I say fuck? How the fuck please, do you end up yeah. in the fence? Please. please. Roy. So, <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it in first. But the, you know, I grew up on a dairy farm and my dad used to have me hold the cedar fence post and he would just be coming down with a post mall with like everything, 13 pound mall. And you just had to hang on to that and you'd want to flinch, Right. But you, you couldn't be, you couldn't be doing that. So we did a bunch of barbed wire and, um, we had two farms and in 88. We sold out the dairy farm and we moved across the street to my grandfather's farm, which we generally grew co- crops on. And we had some heifers and, uh, we hired a guy to put our fence up and my dad helped him because his worker didn't show up or whatever. And, and then we got done and he said, Hey, would you buy the fence business? So bought it for, uh, I think $1,700 is the number. That's (laughs) so cool. (laughs) Yeah, got a customer list with like 100 names on it and some tools, some hand tools. And we had an F-150 with the shittiest little trailer that I think we borrowed to move our skid steer around. And we had like this little pogo stick pounder on the front. And we were doing like farm fence. And we did some six-foot high vinyl in the backyard with like... Um. Whatever. I mean, we would do whatever when we started. Just we did concrete work. What year was this? What, uh, 1993.
3: Okay. 30 years ago.
1: Yeah. Five, five years after he started holding the post in front of. Let's talk about that post mall, that 13 pound. What is that? Is that a sledgehammer? I'm not,
0: it's a 13 pound sledgehammer. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, like a a, a thumper. Sick. Yeah. It's exactly the thumper, except it was steel (laughs) with a wooden handle. So, so, and, and, and you were driving a Cedar post with this. He used to stand up in the back of the head like an old shit spreader. So it was very, very scary when you saw that thing coming out because he'd put it all the way behind his head and fully commit. <laughs> so I'm not talking, he ain't fucking tapping on the thing. He, My dad could swing it back and he would just go wham with the full force with perfect. You know when you see like a major league baseball player throw a ball 100 miles an hour? Yeah. You know, and you're like, Wow. Yeah, that's how we hit fucking fence posts.
1: Go ahead, Dan. Dude, our
0: our slogan was "I pound the hardest." Everybody loved it back in the day. The housewives, <laughs> everybody, it was great. <laughs> Dude, we pound the hardest. It was right on our brochure. Um, you know, experts say this. I feel like I should just let this out here. They have
1: very deep penetration. That's part of their sales pitch. I just feel like that goes together. Really? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I just read that it's while
1: like, ago, and I go. Like, that's funny. So yeah, we just kind of got rolling
0: <laughs> on that, and um, I like—I don't know, man. It it, it just kind of all of a sudden it was like, all right, we're not doing all this other stuff. We used to jack houses, up, put basements under them and shit. Uh, complicated, um, and then just all of a sudden it was like we just got too much fence work. We just got to you know stick it out with this and drop everything else. Um, and we were strictly ag at the time. Uh, we made that. We made that decision in probably like 96, 95, 95. I started doing um, these watershed projects. So I was putting up shitloads of fence for right around the, we're close to New York City. I mean, it's like three and a half hours, but they get their water from the Catskill Mountains. So they wanted all the animals fenced out. They were going to spend like $100 million on a filtration system. Or pay farmers to fence cows out. So I just lived down there. I was just shit doing hundreds, hundreds of miles of fence like a year in the mountains um, with like just one crew. Oh, oh, hey, sorry,
1: Dan. I can't control this. It just happens. Hold on. We have this is the breaking news time. We have breaking news coming in. We it just happens when it happens. Okay. What do you Uh, got? All right. So, hey, look, first of all, let's, 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 Dan Blanc help me remember, Dan Williams is talking about New York getting their water from the mountains and wanting to fence all the animals in to keep the shit out of the water, I assume. Shit out of the water. All right, so here's the breaking news. And this is funny, man. This is funny. So, hey, guys, breaking news brought to us by Job Nimbus. Thank you, Job Nimbus, the best contractor software. Be more profitable, be more efficient, be more organized. Be the bomb.com. JobNimbus.com. Sign up today, 14 day free trial. They really are the bomb, making you look like a hero. Hey, breaking news here, guys. So, I had... all right. Hey, look, a neighbor builds a fence of excrement after a property line dispute. Do you know what excrement is? Yeah, Excrement? Am I saying that right? Yeah. All I read was shit. A neighbor built a fence made out of Shit after a property line dispute. So I've not even heard this. Y'all read this, but you said something about like cows and it reminded me that I think I saw something about like cows in the breaking news. We need to bring this up now. All right, guys. Hey, look, the revenge isn't so sweet. Rather, it literally stinks for all parties involved. A man has built a 250-foot-long wall of fence out of cow manure. I think there's a divider between his and his neighbor's properties in rural Michigan, according to Fox to Detroit. According to the report, Wayne Lambarth says his farmer neighbor made the wall after a dispute over the property line. Normally, they spread it on the field, but this time they decided to make a fence out of it. <laughs> According to Fox News, tenants living in Lambar's house are forced to deal with the smell every day. It's like you can't leave the windows open. The whole upstairs smells like cow manure, one tenant says. When asked about the wall, the neighbor who built it told Fox 2 it's not poop. It's not a poop wall. It's a compost fence. Mm-hmm. While the compost fence is a nuisance, local officials said nothing can be done about it because it's on the neighbor's property. So what would you do if this neighbor did this to you?
0: Hmm. Me? Yeah, Sure. I pretty much I've got that wall of shit down behind my house. So, yeah. Yo,
1: are you this guy?
0: I, I was just thinking. I'm like, so I got, yeah, I've got like a couple of windrows <laughs> like that. Um, I, you know, I'm blessed. We we have 150 acres here. So, um, I, you know, all my neighbors have like close to 100 acres. We're way spread out. You can piss off the front door, off the side porch, in any direction, like and that. you're you're good to go. Yeah, we're blessed.
3: Shane Cat so, says, I wonder how shitty the cost was.
1: <laughs> I got down reading. Yeah. Dan Williams is like, damn, I can't, no comment.
0: <laughs> Dude, uh, Shane Cat, love him. We were just talking about him earlier.
3: Yeah,
1: he's, he's, he's he, he gave
0: don't, me don't. The, 50, the 50% more, right, right?
3: Yeah, don't talk him up. Don't talk him up.
1: So, so you know, let's talk about the 50% more. You hire somebody that's 50% more skilled or better?
0: Yeah, because like, if you think about this, um The world is really evolving. I was telling people the other day, when we started our fence business, that was if I would just graduated from high school, I was going to college. I helped my dad with the first fence we ever built. And I worked all summer long before I went to school, right, to college. At any rate, um, it's just the evolution of this has changed so much that we didn't even have email. I got email that year in 93 and it was just like, wow, you know, now look at what we can do with our cell phone. I can run my entire business off my phone. Hey, you want to look at job 5,042? Yeah, sure. Pull it up. All right, let's go in the docs tab. Look at the drawing, you know, so you want to hire that person that's going to be able to keep up with what's happening. We're on this meteoric, you know, technology band, if you will. Um, You can either, you know, curl up in a ball or figure out how to get better at it. Um, I've been reading a ton of books lately by that audio books. And um, have you ever listened to the book, think and grow rich?
3: No, I haven't. it's I haven't. written
0: by Napoleon Hill after the great depression and Napoleon Hill had a boy that was born with no ears. Okay. But this kid could kind of hear if he like held his hand up to the vibrations and the father, the guy, Napoleon Hill, told his kid, you're going to be better than everybody else. I'm going to make sure of it. You're not going to have a disability. We're going to figure out how to turn this into a positive. And this kid not only like learned how to he- uh, hear eventually, but he went on to develop this hearing aid that made him one of the richest people of his time. Huh. Because his dad conditioned him to just you know, Hey, you're not going to lay down so much of what I hear lately from people. And it's like, Oh, COVID, it ruined this. It did this. Or, you know, my teacher doesn't like me. And this guy's like, your fate is really in your hands. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you, you, you have to like, you have to adapt. Right. And we've created this culture now where it's just like, you know, I just lay down. I'm so stressed. You know, my anxiety, this, that's in your mind. You know, you're, you're hearing all this crap. Everyone's telling the kids from COVID, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. I was telling my kids, we built a gym up here. It's in our, um, above our facility. We, I'm up in the hay mile. Okay. We got an old dairy complex here at Williams Spence Company. We got some, got some people down in the milk house, the grain room, the hay loft, That's where I'm at right now. And we had the gym. But I told my kids when COVID started. Let's go. We went in the gym. They started smashing weights. My boy put on 30 pounds. Wow. Got a Division 1 golf scholarship. Worked his ass off. Hit a million golf balls. People are like, you know, how did that happen? It wasn't by some accident. Right. He picked something and he worked on it day in and day out until that dream he had became a reality. Mm-hmm. And that's really like the 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 thing that I see You know, across the board, it's like the common denominator of um, successful people.
3: Yeah. Digging.
0: Yeah. They just, and then, so this idea of 50% better, when Shane brought it up, I was like, holy cow. You know, you just, all the things that I used to struggle with when it was just us and a few people, I wore all the hats. I did all those things. You know, I did every single part when people are like, Oh man, you have no idea. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh I do because yeah. I slept in apple orchards while I was putting fences around them, shooting deer at night and, you know, feeding them to my fucking dogs and work until 1030 at night and you know, literally doing the most pleasurable things in life eating an ice cream cone while having sex and still thinking about facts, right? <laughs> This gets real.
3: Wait, everybody doesn't do that?
0: <laughs> no, no they don't. No, so they don't I
3: Am lucky, Pepper.
0: <laughs> right, haven't you ever gone that it's tough it's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your belly at the
3: same time it's on on your nose and your cheek you got ice
0: i don't know if it's cbd but i find that shit funny and you're still talking about fence, thinking about fence the whole time all all (laughs) the time right yeah right you're driving down the street you're like oh shit there's that you know oh wow look at that that's cool
1: Um, yeah, it's all the time. Hey, so, so the 50% thing, I, I like that idea. Look, that, that, that is a toolbox, uh, little secret, right? there. you, that's, that's the kind of thing that people say to you along the way, you know, those little pieces of information you have, you just, you just freaking roll around with them. So in, 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 in 1988, I'm I'm trying to get us back on track here just a little bit. Uh, Dan's out here holding these cedar posts and his dad's swimming this 13 pound post mall. And and Dan is scared shitless, but he's he's like, I ain't backing down. I'm gonna hold this damn post. And then mid '90s, he buys out Williams Fence Company. Today, over 40 employees doing all things fence, yeah, and excavation. So yeah. that's a that's that's kind of the 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 progression, I guess. I want everybody to kind of see the big picture. Um, like this guy that we're talking to, he's not still holding the holding the, the cedar post and, and and quenching every time the Post model comes down. You know what I mean. He have that guy.
3: fingers.
0: Got them all, dude. You know what you you learn commitment, Dad. You learn commitment because if you flinch, he's gonna hit you. You know, what I mean, you're gonna take it either on the knuckles or you're gonna take it on the wrist, but you're gonna get hit. So you got to just fully commit <laughs> to that shit, and that's good.
1: Man. all right so so uh, I want to talk about this 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 uh, CFO you talked about earlier. Yeah. yeah. Is that too soon? Is it too soon? Post. I don't want to, I don't want to steer too hard, but.
0: So, yeah, the, the. but I just want to keep it at this first. Yep. Okay. So bottom line, this, this whole thing, um, back on the, on the, on the people. Mm-hmm. So this, um, this was all a progression for me. And, you know, we started out with, I, we had a bookkeeper. This shit was in the, like the basement of my house, you know, our, our, small parts and shit. We used to work on the four-wheeler in the old barn. And, you know, we has, I used to have to catch a ride to town to get a forklift, drive it down, so we got to unload tractor trailers, right? Um, but what really happened was eventually, you know, you you can't do all those roles, so you find a person. And I remember, like, one of my our first, like, really key hires, um, Corey Glazer, going to give a shout-out to this guy. Yes, he is, like beyond blood our blood in a sense since like come into the family as part of the is is taking an ownership role and is absolutely run with it and and that's key i think to have you know those people on the ground like he is a a guy who can fix a a damn tractor trailer on the side of the road who can make a split second decision so you you know you, you definitely like as you go along the way like I did a 90-mile fence job for uh, this guy. He was one of the richest people in had the world. Had to be.
1: Shit, 90 miles. Like.
0: <laughs> of, of, like, board fence. And, yeah, he ran um he ran an energy hedge fund, and he had a guy who just came in with the wave. You know, he's like, I want 10 miles of fence here, and I want 30 miles of fence over here, and I want. And we did it all in, like, two and a half years, and I, I had, like, 4,000 customers, and I kept all of them happy plus him. We, like, added them in. And that's what really just exploded. Um, and we started doing the excavation because the guy had sucked at it and was slow as shit and it was bumpy. So, you know, we took that over, too. But having that guy like Corey, uh, he was that first really good hire. And then I got to tell you, like, we got the last of the farm kids. Our boys that we got, people are like, what is going on here? I didn't know these people existed. Um, and they have friends. And uh, we've got now, I mean, I gosh, I got, I got to say out of this one school that's like in the town over, there's probably 25 people that work for us that just come from that school wow. alone. Like, well, like that that's got cool. a real,
1: that's cool. yeah, they have,
0: they have a real strong FFA program mm-hmm. and, you know, kids learn how to like wrench on stuff, how to problem solve, how to critically think. I think that's really the difference. And that's what, you know, we kind of connected on that. Um, so, if you fast forward on that, I think right in 08 when the market crashed, that's when we got that 90-mile job. And we actually saw several hedge fund guys coming up here and buying property. And we were just like hitting on all cylinders, doing jobs over here and here. Um, from that point up until maybe 2020, I could tell people I could juggle. Like I could do all that stuff, right? Right. I could handle the finance. We weren't, we were always paying our bills. There was always money in there, but we just weren't really good. We weren't good about, um, understanding the data. It just wasn't my thing. My thing is just getting out there and smashing shit. Um, so yeah, just, you know, like selling whatever, you know, but I really wasn't, I hadn't taken any accounting classes. I hadn't taken a business school. And at this point, this is when shit started to get pretty real. Um, you know, you just too many people. You start growing too fast. The overhead gets up there. And um, so last January, when I saw you at Mr. Fence Academy, that's kind of when the light bulb was going off. I had I had taken a business class in 2019, uh, gone through this whole school, and it was good. It got my feet wet, but it really did not. Uh, it, it, it didn't give me the, the, the network of people around to make sure we were, uh, we were going to. We're going to be able to sustain the growth um we just grew the business too fast we literally doubled it from 2019 to 20 wow. again in 21 and we're going to do it again this year we're going to double um
3: jesus
1: christ
0: so is that is just, that doing
1: more fence or, or or figuring out better products to sell
0: uh yeah just the opportunity right now i mean solar came in we saw that coming we made a we made really good inroads into that and what that's really exploded. We're able to do the excavation and the fence and we can coordinate so many things. We know good contractors. It's almost like the business has morphed into almost more general management Mm -hmm. and we're working with bigger companies. Now we're still doing residential and um, agricultural. Those are pretty, pretty stout for us. Uh, Our retail stores, you know, it's just here. If people come in, we we're definitely selling. We're, kind of phasing on that a little bit right now because the solar opportunity is is just so great um, but yeah so the CFO really you know is it's funny because after I saw I was out in Nashville uh, back after mr fence and we'd hired the CFO and I ran into another one at a bar so so so
1: I, let's let's back up a little bit so you kind of said something and kind of piqued my interest. In January is that when when you and I were in Kentucky at the Mister Fence Academy?
0: January? Yeah, when we were at Sean King's. Uh, yeah, so retreat. yeah,
1: so so you said it's brewing at that point. You're kind of you're...
0: the light. Yeah, so the light bulb really went off um, when we were there, just talking about uh, the True Line product, right? Yeah, isn't that the one that Sean King had him bring in? Uh,
1: true, yeah, true, just true. Oh, true, yeah. true.
0: Okay, so. I just realized at that point, I had had my ERP system, which is this DBX system, the computer system, since uh, we, we launched it in April of 2020. And we weren't like fully committed to it. We didn't have our finance in there. We were still using QuickBooks. So it wasn't like fully committed. We weren't all in on it. And I knew at that point that I probably had a weapon of mass destruction because, you know, numbers in there can be dollar signs, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just, they're in this cloud-based system. I mean, people put them in, it's like, is this two by four really $10 or is it 12? Right. And the, everything had gone just bananas. The minute we launched the pandemic hits and, you know, pricing's going up and up and up and making sure that, you know, we have all these sets in there. Everything that we build with is in this system. And if the data isn't right, oh my God, you know, wrong price, wrong margin. This is a huge problem. Right. So I had been talking to my CFO. He's actually my cousin. He's I'm not going to say that everyone loves him. And that's not why you hire a CFO because, Mm -hmm. um, you're trying to save the business for everybody else, you know, and literally that's where we were at it it got so big so fast that you know the swings are huge when you start the more millions you put in there, <laughs> the swing can go the other way on the cash flow right and this guy's a full
1: right. full-time William Spence he's your guy
0: oh yeah no not, he's 100%. not a consultant
1: he's a he's a CFO he's your cFO
0: absolutely okay okay you know, just, when, I want to make and, sure
1: we paint the right picture okay that's all.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he came up, he's actually in South Carolina and that's the beauty of this technology is it's a cloud-based system. So, you know, he could be on Mars. It doesn't matter. The numbers don't lie. You know, the process has got to be the process. You, that's the part that people don't understand. Like when you, if it's right on those things, the rest of it's just pretty basic. Right. I mean, you if you don't have that part, right. It's it's a giant problem. So he came in. We did a full evaluation on the business. Um, we looked at everything, wow. and then I got a scorecard. I had to like strip naked and let's point <laughs> out all the imperfections. I don't like this. You know, your dick is okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. But you know what? You I just was listening to get better. That's what you have to do as a business owner. If you're like, no, it's my way, huh. dude. You are so screwed. You're never going to learn, right? You if you don't want to know the bad parts. How do you turn them into the good parts?
3: Hey man, right? I just had that. I just had that happen with me. Um, we had a, a business coach come in, a consultant, and he stripped us down naked. And we got some people that don't like it, you know.
0: It, it's it's part of the like getting better process. And if we're not getting better, someone's going to start doing it better than us, and then we won't have a place to work,
3: right? He's he's got a 70-70-140 rule. Um, You hire two people that can do 70% of what you do so they can replace you and become 140 because you're not going to find somebody who does 100% of what you do.
0: Right. I'm like Willy Wonka now. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I'm like, you know what would be nice is if we just had like um, this certain type of candy, okay? Like, Can we do it like this? And then, and and honestly, this is what the the whole game is with this. I wanted to fire myself from the day to day. And I came out of the woods December 30th of last year. I was in the field because we oversold ourselves so bad. We did the Olympic Oval and the Olympic Oval in New York. We did that fence around there. And um, we did this really big, Chip plant. It was a real high end thing. It's a billion, $1.3 billion project. Our fence is out front of that. So I had that going on the Olympic Oval, a shitload of solar sites, a million residential fences, a lot of agricultural fence, excavation, a farm. My kid's senior year of school. So I was like, all at sports and all that, right? Three sports. He's like, well, he played two fall sports and a winter sport. Anyway, I just said, screw it. I'm going to take myself out of the day-to-day and hire the CFO, and we just went to town on the business. We tore our um, this DBX system right back down to the start. We went through every production process in there. It's all automations in there to make sure that the customer is taken care of, You know that it's the simplest and easiest. We broke everything down to the simplest common denominator of everything. And we just went through the business. Inventory was our like our number one concern. So we tackled that first just because, you know, it was going to hurt us the most. What are you using the track inventory? Is there a program? It's it's in DBX. It's all in that system. Hmm. So if our suppliers want to update a price list or update pricing, you're going to honor the price that you gave us. You need to notify us, you know, a week in advance too would changes. be great right. that your pricing is going to change. We upload the new price list into our system. So then when you send us a bill, it better match. DBX. DBX. And then we only have one person that gets to do this. So our salesman used to be able to get in there. That doesn't happen anymore because you can't have somebody in there touching those numbers. I think your accent's in the way. Can you spell that? (laughs) <laughs> D is in dog, B is in boy, X, X. Oh two X's, two X. Two X's. One X. D
1: oh. B X. Right, so what I type in D B X. All, all I'm getting seriously is Dropbox is what I'm getting.
0: No That's DBX. Not... So D B X um Inventory? and then just type in fence. If type in
3: D B X C R M, maybe. Mm-hmm. That might help.
0: Cannon, I text you right now, but I gave my wife the phone. She was down the hot tub. I dude, I shot down the road in my I side by it. side, sixty miles an hour, threw the phone at her. I was like, Can you put it on Facebook for me and try put I found it out I found it.
1: All right, yeah. So here's the deal. It's called Pro DBX. He pro DBX. Left, he, left the pro, he left the Pro out. You need that part. Uh Pro DBX. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> the all in one software for your construction business, pool contractors and fence contractors. Interesting. So all right, I'm gonna pull that to the side and I'm gonna hold on to so, like
0: that. yeah, there's some um, in yeah, there's spot. I think the AFA had them on their list recommended. That's what led me to them in the first place. I got you. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: Yep. It's apparently a fencing software because it says pools and fences. Like that's their two niches.
0: Yeah, electricians, like anybody in the service. Right. So now, like you can, um, you can send all your notifications. You notify uh there's calendars there. Calendars in there. Everybody's got a calendar you know, you can customize it down. Like salesman's got their picture and their bio it says, Hey, Toby's going to be coming tomorrow to measure your fonts. Here's his picture. Here's his bio. Um, sets the timers after we're done. There's like milestones in there for the salesman. So it's keeping track of that. And that, that whole sales process is it compiles the data. So then you can understand your ROI on your marketing. How did you hear about us? That's the number one question. Right. So when we get the call, Someone answers the phone, you know, Williams fence company, how can I help you? And then we start to ask these questions that qualify that customer. And then those, that is inputted right in there, their name, their number, their, every, every single thing, you know, their dog, what they, whatever they they're looking to do. And then we send it to the appropriate salesman and we've got four different ones, one to cover each of our divisions, whether it's, um, excavation, Ag fence, residential, commercial, and that's it. And then once they're in the system, they're in. We don't have to do that again. So we've got customers, we've sold millions of dollars worth of stuff, and their shit's just in there. You can update it as you go along. If they sell the property, you can transfer the ownership of the property to the new customer, still retain the old customer for like, you know, historical data.
3: Yeah. That sounds a lot like Job Nemesis and what I'm using it to do the same thing
0: yeah i mean it's just are you doing inventory in there too no i'm not doing any inventory though what about finance
3: uh yeah everything ties to quickbooks okay
1: so so financing at least the financing of, like a fence or something
0: no just your finance for your uh, financial oh so your P- yeah so same, yeah same here so we use job
1: nemesis wise quickbooks for uh, accounting purposes and then um we have a Program called Lightspeed, which is what's managing our inventory. Um, it sounds clunky because it's three different things, but they kind of work well together, you know. Uh, but I've never heard of this. This is this is a very first time. So, it's good stuff. It
0: it took a lot to get it. Set up it always does. Together.
1: All anything like um, this is is a uh it's not something you just say, hey, this weekend I'm gonna set up nah. Uh-uh. No.
3: Right. Dude, I got people call me all the time. They're like, hey man, uh, I want my job is like yours. And I'm like, uh, this is two years.
1: Well, that and, and yes, it's it's a whole ass job, man. We're setting up light speed now. So light speed is I think real similar to this oh. as far as POS because it's a POS system. It's an yep. inventory management set. It's all that shit. You know what I mean? We can take pictures of the little tension bands and put them in all that shit. So <clears throat> it is a. It is. It's very user-friendly, but it's a, it's a job. When you're taking – you think a fence company, you don't have many SKUs, but, like, man, we got freaking, I don't know, 400, 500. We had a lot of little parts. You know what I mean? When you start counting every little thing, there's a lot of shit.
3: You know what I mean? Hey, I want to mention something. Chris uh, Cornelius asked you to collaborate on Lightspeed. Chris, we did a show on inventory. You can go back and listen to it with uh, Josh Glover. Talk all about it. Episode 41 or something like that. Somewhere. Yeah. There.
0: Yeah. So the, you know, we committed ourselves to this. Um, it's also track and payroll. So all our payroll's in there as well. So we're able to, um, that goes right into our job. So our guys get scheduled to job 3146. They clock in when they get there, they clock out for lunch. They clock back in. It's tracking every single aspect of the business all in one place. I don't have to go anywhere else. For right. anything. So all, in, all in one system. All in one. And it's like, boom. Now, so check this out. Now, um, say we do a job, right? Job 4700's got, you know, materials for it. We order the PO. We get that material in, it gets entered into the system, that PO gets received, it goes right to our receivables. Our, that's all set up on our vendors. You got to, eat, you know, 89 day terms with your vendor. It just cuts the check. When that matches, it's done by that one person. And then boom, it's done. No stamps, no, no nothing. Shit. And we're, we're, we're moving on, you know? So my payables just got cleaned right the hell up and we pay at the last second.
1: On time, so our cash
0: on time. The, yeah. the cash flow is the boss, right?
1: Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So uh do you know <clears throat> I'm I'm interested. You might not you might not know top of your head. What's a what's a, what's a software like this called? Is it user based or uh,
0: you, you know, I, I gotta think back to what we paid and it was in the not many thousands that we spent initially.
3: So it's not cloud based?
0: It's cloud based. Uh-huh. It is. Because the guys uh, in South we, Carolina are tapping into this. So we pay um, 70 bucks a month per user. Okay. But, you know, just the payroll alone, it's like... Who all needs access to it? Everybody? Everybody's got access to it because if you're clocking in, you're clocking into it. Uh, That's the same thing with their payroll. It's it's actually, we interface with all of our vendors. So everything is like, it's eliminated someone even touching anything. It just interfaces back and forth. If you do the, the, a PO for something, it, you know, it's right. it's instantaneous. On the payroll, It go, we have ADP, no, Heartland rather. Heartland does all our finance stuff now and it's way, way simpler too. Um, everything is integrated in there so we're getting paid instantly.
2: Need gate operators? Need access control? Need video surveillance equipment? Southwest Automated Security is your one-stop shop. They're dedicated to being the nation's leader in service, customer relationships, and education.
3: Click the link in the show notes to find an SAS near you.
1: What about the
2: CFO? Uh, Yeah, let's get back on the CFO. I
3: want to talk about the waves he's been making because... I want to know what he's challenged you on. Well, somebody asked earlier dan you mind me asking who didn't like having uh the business coach came in well probably the two guys we fired and probably the lady i'm getting ready to fire
0: so (laughs) probably those three people and and listen we get to be family here this is not something i take lightly but it's something that's vital for the business and if you don't if you don't start to think of it that way, you don't have a business soon. So the people that are like, "Oh, come on, now you got to do it." Remember when we were family? I'm like, "We're family." I would get rid of my own son, and I've threatened it a few times. And if he's listening, you know, you're not out of the woods yet. Um, <laughs> this seriously. is your warning,
3: <laughs> man. Ron, Ron came in. Ron came in and did this. He said, "Look, man, you got these little beavers. They're more productive than what you're doing." I think they can replace one guy. And I'm like, how do you know that? He goes, because I was at your yard talking to your guys this morning. I was like, oh, okay. He goes, I think they can replace a guy. So I want you to go ahead and get a list of questions. Who Who's a team player? Who shows up on time? Yeah. Who rides for the brand? And I want you to go through each one of your guys and mark one, one to five what they are. I was like, all right. So I did that. He goes, all right, who are the two bottom guys? I said, well, this guy and this guy I said, fire him. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, get rid of him. He goes, so we bought the Little Beavers, and guess what? We're doing the same amount of production with one less guy, and when it cost me a month in payroll for those two guys, I bought two Little Beavers, and now I'm not paying that payroll every month.
0: Right, and the Little Beavers showing up every day?
3: The Little beaver shows up every day. So then he got on my cameras and saw how long they were sitting in the yard, and he's like, look, we need to cut that down to – you know, they got to be going by 715. So now we keep track of how long they're in there. And sure enough, cut 10 grand out of my payroll every month.
1: Is that kind of what you're saying, Dan Williams? Same kind is of stuff? Is that what he's yeah, that, I mean, what I doing
3: with you? He's streamlining that and getting your expenses oh, it's, down.
0: And, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely bananas. Um, the um, You've had to do a lot of work. To, well, we have to look at this because here's the thing. The rest of the world, the customers, they're all striving for that. And... I feel like if you're not innovating, you're going to be dying. It's just something that, you know, like I said, I've been doing this long enough. We have Amish and Mennonites around us. They're shitting in outhouses. They're not fucking watching this right now because they don't have a damn computer. But Mm -hmm. they could, they will eat your lunch. They don't go to Disney World and shit.
3: No, they don't. They change windows out on houses and beat out other people on those jobs.
0: You just got to stay, you got to stay innovative. If you don't, right? You, you're going to end up on the other side, and um, that's where the CFO he came in, really just about like simplifying the process, working with embracing the technology, embracing better equipment. You know, we just bought the Evo Pounder. Oh shit! Wow, dude, we get we got you. You have a guy sitting in a machine watching TikTok videos, smoking a cigarette, and going ahead every couple minutes and sitting there again. Or you just drive the Evo with the guy that's pounding the pulse, and you just eliminated that person oh, sitting gosh. in the machine. Right? Why that wouldn't mean, you do that?
3: How many Evos you got?
0: Well, we got one, but we're looking at two more right now. Damn son, that means yeah. two, two, two. of you
1: need to need to talk dirty to me. Sharpen <laughs> up a little bit.
0: But um so Chris came in and, like I said, he just looked at the people and he and we put we we had to go to work. I was like, listen, we got to keep, we got rid of somebody right off the bat that was, you know, generally managing um, not, but we then rolled our sleeves up and just tore into the system. It was all hands on deck. This, this process went from, I would say we did the evaluation by the third week of January. We, we looked at the results and we started our action plan and, and, Literally relaunched our our our, our DBX system April 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, we then started to see like who was really in and who wasn't. People were like not getting it. You know, hey, we watched a Zoom video. We watched it, remember? And there's a recording. You said you got it. You got it. Yeah, I got it. No, don't got it. And it just um it, it was a struggle to get up on it. But he really, you know, was persistent about it. And not anybody knows anything about me. I, I've run ultra marathons. I've run eighty three miles in a fucking day, so I'm not going to quit. I'm going to keep going. Um, and then it just, you know, it became evident eventually that. Did you the, say eighty three miles in a day? Yeah, dude. No. Nineteen hours actually. I didn't. I fucking quit. I I had. To, I was trying to run a hundred miles, and I I couldn't keep. I kept falling down. So.
3: Yeah. So I don't. I, I've never ran. 83
0: miles. I was, I, 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 there's something wrong with me, is all I got to say. <laughs> Jesus
3: Christ. Who's? I mean, that's like Forrest Gump shit. Who gets up and goes, you know what, I'm going to try to run 100 miles today. Just don't stop running. How many people
0: do that? There was like 200 in this race I, of crazy, but I stopped um, eating because my stomach was all fucked up, but that's a story. I might. I've done a lot of that, but the point is, I was like, I'm we're gonna we're gonna see this thing through, you know. Uh, we're gonna see this thing through.
3: That's where I'm yeah. at, man. We're th- th- our third month into it. We're seeing the tide turn. We're seeing changes. We're yeah, man. It's it's I'm I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, and d- how do the crews feel that are out doing the work?
3: Um, I think they feel good, man. I think they feel a little bit of the pressure because they're not quite doing what three guys do. They're probably doing what two point seven five guys do. So it's more of a scheduling thing on my end, you know. I need to try to get my schedule a little loosened up a little bit more and then work those numbers and um and go from there, you know? But I, I think it's it's gonna work out better for everybody in the long run. Right. Just gotta stick it out. Hey guys, just stick it out. Let's let's work it out. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Good things are to come.
1: What other challenges have you been having? What's been the hard thing to swallow? Like, damn, I don't know if we can do this. You got to do us, it. You got to do it.
0: I don't know if I can. Well, yeah, I mean, just this adoption of this because you know people were doing whatever before, and and you're like, no, this this, this is the way it has to be done. Well, you're you know, change is hard. I hear I've heard that a lot, and I'm like, it is hard, but you've got to get your mindset to it because this is not a static world. You know, I keep thinking back to the Jeff Bezos one touch. Our customer wants it as easy as possible, right? Mm-hmm. They they also want it perfect and they want it done right away. We're working for solar farms. They just thought about seven thousand feet of fence, you know. Jesus Christ, they just forgot to tell us. You know, <laughs> I I'm doing, dude. I'm doing a thousand feet of temporary fence tomorrow, six foot high. I'm jumping back in the field and pounding this one out with somebody because yeah. we. Don't say no very often. Um, we have the material in the yard, and this company freaking needs it done, you know. And I'm going to jump right out there with somebody. I think I'm taking my tech guy, and we're going to go smash a thousand feet in. And uh, you know, it's a contractor we've done. We're actually doing this drone netting project. This was the other thing that we're, we did last year. I'm like, I can't even believe it. It's like a half a million dollar freaking, it was like a $40,000 temporary fence that we wanted to do at an Air Force base for a drone netting project. So it's like the first drone testing lab of its kind in the country. And it's like 25 minutes from my house in this Air Force base. And um at any rate, we got the netting too. And it was like cable system and we had to put in steel supports and all this stuff. And we're just about wrapping that thing up. We, we just figure out how to get things done. This company that I'm working for tomorrow, we've done a lot of projects for them and they, they just love our um, efficiency. You know, we're ready to go. We can make shit happen. I'm not in love with it, but that's kind of the world we're in. We're dealing with amateurs all around us, mm-hmm. right? They're fucked up. They can't communicate. They don't, look enough i had to say hey i'm going to have a fence at some point maybe i should let them know
3: right
0: <laughs> not not like 3 weeks out dude we're cranking solar out across the state right now we got crews all over the place and i'm working for project managers and i'm like did you have i i talked to my salesman i'm like did you have the talk with them yet cuz we're getting 50% down on on commercial projects and And the guy's telling me, no, we don't do that. We would give you 10%. I said, well, then you can go. You want it done right away and you want to do the 10%? Nah, I don't think so. Because all your buddies over here are doing this. And we're actually able to, for the first time in my life, in the commercial world, be able to tell these guys, fuck off. I only work for the people that pay on my terms. And plan ahead so i got guys now it's like i'll do your right away project once in a while but you don't make a habit of this shit because my process isn't really set up for it i need at least four weeks to be able to dial this shit in get the inventory you know schedule the crews make sure we got the equipment and um it wasn't that way when we it was, certainly wasn't that way when we started in the commercial world you know, they were like, "Oh, we're going to beat you up against five other fence companies until you shit blood, and then we'll probably beat you down and not pay you for ninety days." How's that sound, fuckface? <laughs> uh, well, seriously, what, what, that was what I was getting told. I'm like, "You guys can go fuck yourselves." I'm that, you know, I'm not doing it. That's so what, why we were what, in the commercial business up until three years ago. What, well, I saw changed, this opportunity. What changed,
1: Dan? Was it you getting more experienced and more versed, or? The,
0: the the solar thing the solar thing has exploded. Every one of them gets a fence. There's m- the thousands of miles of fence going up, and New York State. Um, finally, we got our shit together up here. We taxed everybody out. Um, now they're coming back. I mean, we don't. Climate change has been good for us. We don't really get winter like we used to. And the commercial uh, we got warehousing happening here. Amazon's coming in and building. Shit! All the other Packers are coming in. We're four hours between New York
1: and Boston. It was hundred and two degrees to here today. You talk about climate change. I just, I just want to bring that up. It's freaking September. of The what 20s, Whatever it is. And yeah. I, I'm dude. I still. Snail. So that ain't been good for us. That's all I'm saying. Dude, dude. You know what it was here
0: today? It was seventy-eight degrees. Dude, was- I'm still wanting to know what the hell these drone netting is. Oh, so. They used this – they put – They Dan, so it's a, in a hangar where a B-52 would be housed. I cannot freaking tell you how awesome a job our guys did in this. 60-foot lifts. It's got a 60-foot ceiling. It had the doors out on front of it on freaking railroad tracks that when the Russians bombed it back in the day, they would push these other doors shut that would, like, totally protect our plane – then they'd roll the fucking thing back open, fix the runway, and go fly up and blow their shit up. Right. right? So they made an indoor and outdoor type um, venue. On the inside, they can lock the doors, and they've got this special uh, it's basically takes any outside signals, like your RFI signals. Uh huh. And cancels them. So they're testing all kinds of drones. Uh, FedEx is in there, UPS, Amazon. Um,
3: oh, so they're trying to keep drones from flying around and over the Air Force Base?
0: They're trying to keep, no, they're testing these drones because drones are going to just become more and more of a thing going forward. Oh, yeah. And every, they're using this facility. So when they're in there, like they rent the facility out. No one's getting their shit to what they're doing in there. Mm-hmm. No signals wow. are coming in, fucking with what they're doing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I got you. You know, so it's it's literally like the first testing facility in the country That's of wild. its kind. Nice. Yeah, and my guy Josh, our commercial fence salesman, he designed these brackets, um, especially for it, and worked with a guy in Canada on the netting. It was, I mean, like I said, sixty foot ceilings. It's. It's pretty awesome.
3: That is pretty that's awesome. Dope. That's dope, man.
0: No, but that's the, the all that happened last year. While we're trying to work on this system, I'm trying to do business. You know, we ran out of fucking toilet paper. You can't get two by fours, and you know, <laughs> you guys know. You know what I mean? It was like, what? We can't get fucking screws? Are you kidding me? Um.
3: Yeah, it was it crazy, was man. COVID was, was nuts, the,
0: right? How gone. do you guys feel about it right now? And I feel like we kind of got on got on the other side of the curve now.
1: Yeah, it's and now now it's kind of surprising. Like there's, there's still like little petty
3: shit that you can't just have. You know what I mean? Um, and I, 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 hey man, I, I thought it was funny with COVID. It was oh you got COVID, sit home for two weeks. Now you got COVID three days later. You are calling them up going, you feel okay? If you Can feel okay, come, come to work. That's right. So. <laughs> yeah. um, our
1: supply chain is pretty normal i I feel like there's there is some bullshit still like what I can have this little cap you know like we weird, weird stuff that wouldn't have been and and pricing is more um you know pricing's
3: predictable again that's nice um, that it, is it, nice man our it, aluminum went from twenty weeks to six yes
1: so there's a lot yes. of there's a lot of you know we I remember right in the middle of it you you and I would say Dan like one day we'll go back to how it was and like it'll be so freaking simple because we've been juggling all this shit this whole time you know yeah. and i think it's kind of headed back that direction pretty quickly that's what i feel like so yeah i yeah, feel I'm,
2: this I'm
0: the, the com, it's so strong i'm so bullish about our state and i tell people this this climate change thing um is going to have us living in virginia soon and we've got tons of land, we've got water. Like the whole West. I when I met you, I was doing my Ricky Van trip. I was all over Arizona and New Mexico and all mm-hmm. the way up in Wyoming. And I don't know if they know it or not, but they don't have any fucking water. Um <laughs> and life doesn't sustain itself without it. <laughs> so we're seeing it. I told my whole team, I said, guys, gear up. I mean, we're gonna ride the solar wave as far as it goes. And then we'll find the next opportunity.
1: <coughs> this just in. People need water. Water. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Go ahead. You got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. You need water. Um, so for us, dude, we are in such a good place. Um, because you have water. Well, we have water. And you're fencing land it, and you're fencing are it still in,
1: keeping the cow shit out of
0: it. Right. Our land values are still cheap. We've got plenty of land up here and we just plowed um, high speed internet everywhere. So, you know, people can live here, make money, live cheaply. We don't have to worry about winter and fuck it. I mean, you could still have a condo somewhere else if you wanted to get out of here because let's face it and the, you know, the people left New York city, you know where they came, they either went to Florida but they came upstate. And I'm seeing it on our call logs. People calling in for funds. They're outside area codes. I told the, the people answering the phone, if it's an existing customer or um, they were referred by a past customer, that's numero uno. Numero second, those is outside area code. Because that outside area code is somebody that's conditioned to paying a fuckload more for everything. And they're they ready, man. The- they're ready. You know what I'm- they're paying twenty dollars for a beer in New York City. They come up here and they're like, "Well, I can go to Legion and get a beer for three fucking dollars." Are you kidding me? So we have
1: a problem. Uh, it's a problem. But it's also a business opportunity with Californians coming to our state, and they yeah. are some of the best freaking people to work for. I promise you. Uh, not not taking advantage of them by no means, but like they're just they're just down. They're they, they're like, "Hey, I need some work done." And They, they understand, understand shit. And they understand, and they're freaking amazed. Like, you know what? The, you know what they say? We say around super here, super friendly. Because you're
0: like, that's going to be an extra, you know, hundred thousand so dollars. They're like, okay, <laughs> is that all? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, in ten, that's going to be another ten grand over there in okay. Tennessee.
1: That they don't just come and buy a house. They're like, damn, that's all it is. Well, I want, I want the neighbor's house too, and and then that one across the road, I want that one too. Like they they don't just buy one. They're like, damn, that's really cheap, and they buy several. You know. And I'm fucking t- southern guys. I have got yeah, they're,
3: cra- they're crazy, man. My uh Pepper's uh parents and stuff, she grew up in Hamburg, New York.
0: Really? Yeah, Western New York.
3: Yeah, Western New York, right there by Ni- Niagara Falls. And uh yeah, man, it's it's a different, it's a different breed of people, you know.
0: So we've got the most amazing lakes. We've got the Adirondack Mountain Park is the largest in the country, six million acres. And the Catskill Mountains, unbelievably gorgeous. The Finger Lakes, obviously you can take it out to, you know, Niagara. And my son actually goes to school down on the Pennsylvania border, south of Buffalo at a place called St. Bonaventure. And it is phenomenal out there. Waterfalls everywhere, beautiful rivers, and uh, open spaces. I mean, what's not to like right? right we all want i think after the pandemic the one thing that i i see a lot of is the people they want space they want to have their feet in the dirt a little bit you know i see that too
3: yeah yeah so man back to this uh cfo he's making some waves yeah he's making some waves he's uh one more again cutting the fat he's making people you know because when you put when you implemented that pro dbx it started putting people on a time clock and you're finding out time management who's doing what and who's getting shit done right right yeah um it made you start evaluating some people that you thought were hey this guy's great but really he's not
0: Oh, yeah. No. um, we, Yeah, because the the metrics are there. I, I actually hired a CEO coach at the same time, guys. Um, Who's CEO? I, I, I got to tell you, I was up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, on top of a fucking mountain skiing. I paid a guy to guide me out, and we skied the worst snow I've ever skied. And that's okay, because I met a guy, and I'm like, hey, what do you do? And he goes, oh. Or where are you from? And he goes, oh, I'm from New York. I was like, no shit, I'm from New York too. I go, you all here on vacation? He goes, no, I live out here. And I'm like, you live out here? And you got a business back home? Yeah. How many people you got working for you? He goes, 100. I said, you got 100 people working for you and you've been in Wyoming for six years? He goes, oh yeah, I've grown my business all the while. And... I'm like, shit, you're the second person. I talked to another guy at the beginning of the week, told me the same freaking story. I said, who'd you call? He goes, I called Vistage. <clears throat> so I went right back to the condo and I made the call. And I hired a coach. And yeah, it's, um, it's changed the game for me. So really having both was key. Um, I was kind of become, I'm not going to say I kind of, I was becoming a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> who'd you say you called? Vistage, It's a CEO leadership group, and basically we—it's—they put you in a group with like 13 other, fourteen other businesses, and you meet once a month, and you spend eight hours. You put your phone down, and you work on each other's businesses. Oh, that's
3: like that's like Matt from Matt. I can't think of his name, but he's got a group that he goes to mastermind group.
0: Yep. And, um, you know, honestly, you find out like everyone's kind of dealing with similar challenges and you start thinking about developing yourself as a leader because that's what really attracted everybody to me. You know, Dan Williams, he is fun to be around. He's got this mud run he does. He's always shooting these videos. Dan Williams reporting live from the woods doing this stupid thing. And then once I got really diving into the business, it it just, I I started to just, I wasn't necessarily leading the way I needed to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, and taking ownership of everything. Listen, if you're going to be the CEO of the company, then you're going to have to actually take ownership of it.
3: Take responsibility.
0: Right. So that coupled with hiring the CFO just put this into motion, am I perfect? Did I lose my shit today? Fuck yeah, I did.
2: I didn't mean to, and
0: I apologize after. Like, God damn it! It's what just happened? so frustrating. What happened? Frustrating. What happened? No, I'm teasing. We're, we're not, we don't we don't relitigate only to like improve from situations. So what pisses I don't live what in pisses
1: what pisses Dan Williams off? Give me a, Give me a, what's a what's a pet peeve? Like, when they do that shit.
0: Just not critically thinking. Like, just looking beyond that one stop. It's like you know you just sat a bunch of heavy material down on the ground and you didn't put any dunnage under it. So how are we going to pick it up with the forklift and not damage it? Right. You right. know, it's on this, we have a brand new trailer and we have a shitload of product on there. Am I going to take the fork and lift and just dive in there and just grenade just this $22,000 trailer? Or am I going to pick it off by hand? Either way, it sucks a giant bag of donkey dicks, but you know, <laughs> I, that, stuff like that. That, that it, it's like little stuff. Um, Man,
1: it sure was nice. It to... sure was nice having all these sponsors. Thanks, Dan Williams, for coming yeah. on.
3: Yeah, we don't have a single sponsor <sighs> after the fucks, the donkey dicks, and <laughs> eating ice cream while fucking at the
0: same time. I don't, we don't have a sponsor. We might left.
1: still have D and D badass
0: though. You told me I could say anything. <laughs> you can. not <laughs> You did. We'll deal uh, we'll deal you so, what deal? What deal?
3: You want to know what badass though?
0: <laughs> I'm trying not to, in the, not trying. I'm actively working to be the, 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 the guy who can just be like, okay. So we did that. And then what? It was like three things in a row this morning that just finally on the third one, I was like, what in the actual is going on here? And you know, a couple phone calls later, we're, we're, we're over it. Um, we, I don't love the second mistake. Right. So if you did that once, Okay, I can. I, I I'm okay. Second time. What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough for me.
3: Yeah, I had my guys set posts for a 20 foot wide aluminum gate yesterday, and the gate is 48 inches tall, and the top of the post was 47. I mean, that's some real dumb shit right there. So yep. I'm like uh, yeah. Let's pull it up. Let's redo. Thankfully, we wet set it. Sorry, Sean, but we wet set it and um we were able to pull it up, pack it, get it right, and it worked <laughs> out great. But I tell you what, man, uh Dylan was like, What are they thinking? The fucking gate's forty eight inches tall. Why are you setting the post at forty seven? <laughs> you yeah. know? It's just yeah. simple things, man. And um I tell you what sets me off. Can I tell you can I, can I chime in on this? You yeah. know what, Canon, what sets you off, Canon? Thank you, Dan.
1: People asking me about shit that ain't got nothing to do with me. That sets me off. Oh, right dude. before we yeah. went live, we were we were sitting here trying to figure out how to turn Dan Blanc's damn headset on. He has to figure it out every week. And I look down at my phone and "Name." I get a text message from a guy that says, hey, what time are we leaving the shop tomorrow? And I'm looking at this damn message. I'm like, well, damn, I'm not going. You know what I mean? I'm not going with you. I don't know what time you're leaving. And so I don't know. Like sometimes it's like, man, let me give this guy a clue. But they never take the clue. It's like, all right. Uh-huh. Instead of me answering him or saying, hey, text this guy, I'm just going to start a group text message that says, this guy and that guy, the two people that matter, hey, so-and-so has texted me. And this is a verbal, this is a visual, <laughs> you know, group message. Hey, so-and-so's text and won't know what time you guys are going to leave tomorrow. Thanks. Hope y'all figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's what pisses me off. Like, why are you asking me? I have no idea. You know, people are like, hey, man, what about this job over here? Da-da-da-da. I'm like, dude, I'm not... I don't.
3: I didn't see it. I didn't go. I don't know, man. Yeah. I know nothing about it. I have no idea. It's a channel. Oh,
0: I've I customers. To, you know, hey, what's pricing on this? I'm like, I'm totally out of it. I really am. I. If you want to get um, an estimate on something and you actually want to get something done, the last place you want to come is to me. Mm-hmm. Not. It's not. It's not a good idea. So I've got this project, Danimal Land, which if you come up to visit me you got to go up to Tom's cabin at the top of the animal land, which is my mountain bike trail system.
1: <laughs>
0: and we're doing this thing where we're, we're, we're building out tiny houses in the shop this winter. Nice. So I got like a, yeah, dude, I got a 33 foot rescue truck that my uh, tech guy bought off auctions international. This thing is so fucking badass. I'll send you a picture of it. It is, um, it's all the dude. you know, all the firefighters could get in the cabin so we're actually going to take it and turn it into a tiny house on wheels. that has got big lights on it and shit and, and put it up on the farm. That's freaking cool, bro. Yeah. yeah. It'll sleep. It'll sleep six. So up in the main cabin, you and your wife can be there. And then like under the wheel wells, we're going to have like trap doors. So you can go into where the boxes are, where like, <laughs> where the jaws of life, that's your outdoor kitchen. Cause it's going to have a nice awning on it. And, um, up front right behind the main cab there's going to be bunk beds up there that converts into like a little movie theater for kids yeah it's Sounds gonna be a cool, thing man. so that's what i'm i'm kind of focused on now it's like hey let's this whole idea i i i had set a goal when i was 22 that i would hit stage one retirement at 50
1: i got a full bladder but i'm taking my audio with me so just keep going
3: i got you okay
0: so i was gonna um I'm actually going to be, I just turned 49. So oh, I'm hitting
3: 48. Hey, this is a great opportunity to talk shit about Cannon while he's gone. Oh,
0: because he can hear us, but he
3: can't say anything. He can hear us, but he can't say anything. He, you can, anything. he can, he can, Cannon can hear us. Oh, he can hear us. He's got his phone with him right now. He's standing at the toilet going, Oh God, what are they going to say?
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, what do we, what can we say about him? I mean, you know, <sighs> you know him better than I do.
3: He's aggravating, man. I sent him like 45 emails today, and do you know he didn't open a single one? He deleted every single one of them.
0: Is that true?
3: (laughs) Yeah, we got this CRM that we use to run a show, and I was in there working, and every time I do something, it sends an email, and he's like, I got 45 emails from you. (laughs) Oh, I was like, is that normal? Like, is that every week? (laughs)
0: No, no, no. But it it was it it was funny anyway. Oh, dude, that's that's what we've been working on, too, lately is like you only get what is necessary. Nobody needs to get notified about shit that doesn't matter to them.
3: Yeah. You
0: don't want it. Right. Do you want that?
3: No, I don't, man. And that's that's why, you know, you're using that Pro DMX, but we're using job Nimbus. And that's why I like it, because we can do automations and you only get what you need to get. You know, you don't have to get anything else.
0: It, it, it simplifies it for the customer, too. We're, it's, it's all about so the customer. Nice,
3: man. It's so nice. We just put all our videos, and um, we've got them to where uh, our customers, as soon as they new co- new customers sign on with us, every two days they're getting a, a new video.
1: It was 47 emails, to be clear. That's <laughs> all you, you
3: can hear. Us. I, deleted, I deleted every <laughs> one of them.
1: Talk, <laughs> what, what's the deal with the pictures now?
3: Um. Man. I've got it set up to where um, when a new customer contacts us, they go into an active column. And I was sending all these videos to Cannon the other night, and we're going to have it to where every two days, they're going to get a new video about Fence King. Learn about our promotional pricing. Learn about our yard and how we have quality uh, material and how we're protecting your investment before you even get it. Um, learn about our Tropical Storm Force Windproof post or a lifetime galvanized post. Learn about, um, you know, like we got a couple transform your backyards before and after videos that we're sending to customers so then by the time my salesman gets out there, they already know we offer a promotional price. They already know we have tropical storm proof posts. They already know we got lifetime warranty galvanized posts. Nice. They, are, they already know all this. So it makes the salesman's job easier. You know, hey, go to this link, read about Fence King and find out who they are. And, um, and you know, go, go read our reviews, see what our custom past customers are saying. So you start building value. So when you get there, it's almost like they know you. So we're going to be shooting some videos of our salespeople and, uh, Hey, this is, this is going to be your sales guy. Dude, that is, Oh my God. So I've even got it set up to where, well, I'm saying I got it set up. It's on my list to do. I'll have it done by Sunday night. Um, we hired an answering service and the an- or virtual assistant, whatever you want to freaking call them. Who is it? Receptionist. Huh? Who is that? Uh, it's a company called Answer Force. I don't really want to put it out there yet because I've just started using them and I want to make sure they're worthy. You can't, vouch- can't
1: vouch for them yet.
3: Yeah, I can't really can't- vouch for them yet, but it's nice. Whenever there's a new customer, we have a zap and they go into uh, answering service column. And no matter what time of day, they're going to get a text. Hey, we received your text. We, we received your message from our uh, overflow receptionist. Your information has been forwarded to a salesman, and we'll be back with you as soon as possible. Um, my salesman's integrating with JobNimbus, and so when somebody does a My Salesman, it's going to go into a column, and then that column's is going to do the same exact thing. Hey, we received your, uh, your virtual fence designer, your online estimate. It's been forwarded to a salesman, and we'll be getting back to you as soon as possible. Hear nothing. Um, hey, hey, real we fast. fast I just we changed wanna, our I, I'm uh, to
1: Stop you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Real fast. Mike.
3: I want bro.
1: I know, I know, I know. But look, <laughs> it's 8 o'clock at night. He just now got back in from working. That's what I'm talking about. Getting the damn job. It's done, right? Is that Mike? Job's done, baby. Good job, Mike. You're my boy, Blue. He said, you're my boy, Blue. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Dan.
3: So then, um. So what's nice about the answering service, we don't have a voicemail anymore. I mean, we have one, but we don't have a voicemail. I want every customer, every phone call to be answered. So even during the day, if the phone rings more than four times, it overflows to the receptionist, the the, the overflow receptionist, she gets their information, the phone's answered. So we changed our hours to 24 hours, but I think we're changing that I'm um, doing a little research on that. I think we're going to do it from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. And the way Google reads that is, is oh, they're open. Because I started noticing I'm closed on the weekends, and I never got these Google updates that I got phone calls from Google on the weekend. Well, because I was closed. So why are they going to tell their customers, call Fence King? Well, he's, he's fucking closed, right? Right. So we're open on weekends now. So now the people will be calling. The answering service is going to answer, going to get their information. It's going to drop into a column in numbers, and then they're going to get a text saying, hey, we got your information. Wow. And then once my assistant makes them a permanent contact, she moves them in active, and then they start getting videos, videos, videos. Well... Um, everybody's like, oh, just you know, use your YouTube videos. Well, what happens if you don't have a subscription with YouTube? Then you get a five-second commercial, right? Right. Well, if you do a little research, you'll learn that people's attention span is about 10 seconds, 10 to 12 seconds. I've already lost half of their fucking attention with a commercial. I can't do that. So Benji just literally... This week, um, this past week, he put all the videos, embedded them on my website with a vanity URL. So it's going to be like fencedashard.com forward slash before and after. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a video that is about a before and after, right? Yeah. And the reason why we named the vanity URL before and after is because when I send a caption with the link, the caption and the link are going to coincide and going to tell a story together and the customer's going to want to open that video. And it's going to be embedded on my website. There's no commercial. And nice. then I can track how many people actually watch it because it's a vanity URL, and you can track how many people click it. So I know I just freaking nerded out on everybody. But sure the hell did. That is what we're doing here at Fence King to make sure that every single customer gets answered. Every single customer knows who Fence King is. Every single customer knows that... We value them. You had me for about twelve seconds. <laughs> so, Benji and I have been working on this together, along with uh, some people at Job Nimbus, and we're just we're kicking ass and taking names. And now we're working on ringless voicemails. So we're going to set up ringless voicemails, and I'm going to have my team all record different things and label them properly, and we'll start in, in inserting that into our automation so the customer thinks they missed a call. we left the voicemail and we're over here working and the automations are following up with them. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. So, I've literally been working seven days a week. Um, Benji doesn't even answer my calls anymore because I'll call him, you know, and he's just like, leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Dan, you're driving me nuts. But we're kicking ass and taking names and thanks to CleverFox.online he's making all these things happen.
0: What do you what do you spend on that? Because so you're saying they're answering the phone twenty four or you're saying six in the morning to ten at night.
3: No, no, even during the day if we miss a call.
0: So you're, answer, you, you're answering the call one, and if you can't get to it, the service kicks in.
3: Right, my assistant's on the phone. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for calling the Fence Gang. And somebody else calls, and she can't answer it. It goes to the uh, overflow receptionist. She has a script. She answers questions. We got a zap zaps it into our CRM. And then she's like, Oh, I missed a call. All right. Boom. And that customer, like as soon as they go in there within five minutes, they're getting a text saying, Hey, we received your stuff. Someone will be be returning your call.
0: So your assistant does call her back.
3: Yeah. Yeah. We call him or him,
0: whoever it is. Right. But we already have all their information. Right. Once we got the information, that's it, bro. Right.
3: Because now we got a column called just stop. You know how people are like, just stop, stop freaking texting me. Right. Yeah. And you're going to go in there, and we're going to follow up you for years until you tell us to stop.
1: Hey, So I've got something interesting uh, about both of you that I've, I've kind of picked up on. Um, so so this is how Dan Dan's making sure he picks up as many customers as possible by keeping the lines open. Dan Williams, you've mentioned more than once in this episode here about having 4,000 customers. Are you doing something in specific uh, to manage those like just to me this this is where i'm coming from to me i'm like damn i don't know how many customers i have like they kind of come and go they they, they they pop into my life and they're gone for seven years you know what i mean so i don't yeah. i don't count them i count them as a I, they're my one time they're real transactional a lot of the times but sometimes we develop a relationship and we'll build you know five fences believe it or not for the same person they just move around a lot and they, they hire us every time but are you doing something in your business to like uh maintain those relationships and keep those lines of communication open? Are you sending out automated emails or Merry Christmas to you?
0: That's the next thing I'm working on right now, just you know, in the building block of this. And we have been fortunate enough to be too busy. We don't spend shit on marketing. We actually got rid of um, our marketing agency. We do use... We, we throw a couple thousand at um, um, our website, uh, SEO web, I just hired a professional photographer and videographer, and we're starting to go out and catalog on jobs. We never needed to. It just, our reputation, the sign on the fence, and our trucks rolling around. We got a couple super fencers and some 24-foot trailers. We do the yard signs. It just is like, how much do you really want? What I'm after now with this high-end videos is we've done some really fancy Agricultural fences. I can show you. You'll see some videos coming out on our on our website and our social media. Like really big, big stuff. You know, four miles of board fence. Um, people just kind of know, and you know, and that's twenty nine years of doing it. It's like I'm trying. What I'm focused on for me, guys, is finding better customers.
3: Man, I tell you what, we found better customers when we started charging. To go out, um, we had a better quality customer, but I think in a in a in in a, in reality, it's something you have to kind of test. Um, not when not try to test it like I did when we had a storm. You know, mm-hmm. you know it's a that that's a tricky thing, but. You know, my thing is, is stand so far ahead of the competition that they're like, fuck it, I'm not even going to try to catch that dude.
0: Uh, dude, your, your market for what you're doing, I agree. I mean, I think they're just like, even, you know, they probably think you got a 100 crews out there the way you're marketing.
3: Right. Well, here's the other thing, man. So, um, you know, we do buy a little bit from uh, Home Depot, right? And the guys that run the forklifts that load all the fence companies, It's so funny, man. Everybody talks about how, oh, yeah, Fence King's got all their trucks wrapped. And we'll say, well, why don't you wrap your truck? Oh, I'm not doing that because then everybody's going to say I'm trying to be like Fence King. So I've had my trucks wrapped for like three years now. Yeah. And not a single one of the fence companies around here has wrapped their trucks because they don't want anybody to say, oh, you're trying to be like
0: Fence King. It's fucking stupid. Dude, the minute I saw Sean King's truck... I fucking bought two of them and wrapped them. <laughs>
3: I know. And, I, saw, I saw when they were being built.
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit if you got to carry like some two by fours across the fucking town to the next town over. Take the super fencer. That's some of is like a billboard. You know you are going to sell. A of- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: that's what you nicknamed it the superfencer.
0: Yeah, dude. Because when I was a kid, we had a truck. We called it the superfencer.
3: <laughs>
0: and uh, that's when we when I got when we got those. I am like, that's what we're going to fucking call them. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome,
3: man. Yeah. So people, you know, um, we built our brand so strong by doing the things that we're doing that I'll say to people. Uh, like, oh, hey, what do you do? Or they'll see my ring. And I'm like, hey, what's up with the ring? Oh, I own the fence gang. Oh, who's the fence gang? I'm like, what? I literally, I'm like, are you serious? They're like, uh, yeah. So I pull out a business card. Oh, man, I see y'all's trucks everywhere. I see you all over the internet, dude.
0: I see your stuff everywhere. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fence gang, fence gang.
3: And okay. I'm like, now oh, you understand why I looked at you, like, what? Do you what?
0: find you can charge more?
3: Um it's not about charging more it's about being fair on the price and getting the margins you need to run the business you know
0: Are you more so, than your competition
3: Um yeah was yeah, the, I mean, the most modest was the most modest i've ever
0: heard
1: that was the most modest answer i've ever heard you give Dan Blanc <laughs>
3: So um, <laughs> we, we, just just fair price. we just got a one star <laughs> review from a a potential customer and it has two words on the one star review two it
0: what is that? Too,
3: too expensive.
0: expensive. Oh, too expensive. That's you know, my buddy said. said, "If that's all you got, whatever."
3: Look, I'm, man, I'm providing.
0: See. I'm providing more value, so I'm not going to be the same price as them.
3: Look, man, we're we're the only company setting posts thirty inches deep. We're the only company using an eight inch auger bit on every single post. Uh, We're the only company that does not cut post tops. We're the only company setting post ASTM standards. We're the only company offering a lifetime workmanship warranty that is really a lifetime workmanship warranty. There's some companies out there that are um, emulating what I'm doing and saying they have a lifetime workmanship warranty. And then when you read their estimate, they're like, we set all our posts 24 inches deep and uh, we do six inch round holes. And it's like, that's how are you going to do a lifetime warranty on something? When, if I go to the ASTM book, which is the standards, what you're doing isn't the standard, so how are you going to warranty something? You know, I can go to a book and say, well, it says right here, that we did this, it says right here, this is how you do it. You can't do that, but they're trying. they try to emulate it, you know? Um, yeah. I was the first company to put, do not remove, this is your warranty on the fence sign. Now, I drive around and you know, I think there's three or four other companies that now have that on their signs. Do not remove. This is your warranty, right? But they've only been in business six months. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um and they're not doing they're not doing uh, jobs to uh, the to standards. What you got, Cannon? Uh,
1: can we talk about that CBD drink? How's that going, Dan? Oh, it's
0: I'm relaxed. Is, I need dinner. I didn't need dinner yet. I'm
1: are you, a little hungry. Are you done with one or are you, are you on two? What
0: are you on? I drank two, but like I said, it's only it's only the body. Um, you know, I've been building fence There's for There's no like head change. Years. There's no head change. No, I'm good. No. Wait, wait, wait. How long have you been smoking? Uh, twenty. <laughs> all, right.
3: all right, all right. So if I drank a CBD salsa, I'd be like, "Oh shit!"
0: Well, it, no, it won't do any. Because the the, the the THC is what affects the mind. The CBD is more of the body. Yeah. And so they're able to they're able to either a extract it out of a plant that maybe had both, but more than likely they grew it like um, certain strains only would have the CBD in it. And they've got all kinds of different things they got the Dan Blanc there was there's a kid that was having 300 seizures a day and she went to zero from eating a little bit of CBD every day.
3: Oh I know man I've, I've got uh, I've got a friend of mine that has a kid that is autistic and he's taking black it's black almost like tar and he takes a very little bit of it and he puts it in a cupcake. It's kind of like a corn muffin maybe, I guess. Not really a cupcake. And his daughter is so calm, pays more attention. <laughs> Not really. And, and when I say calm, like, you know, they literally have a little bitty trampoline in the house and she just jumps on it while she watches TV. You know, she's autistic. And you give her that and she kicks back with her tablet, watches whatever she watches. Um, you can talk to her and she's looking at you and paying attention. Because kids that are autistic, they're all over the place, and so you try. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. But he's got to illegally get it because it's not legal here.
0: Uh, yeah. The, you, yeah. So it's not legal in Lo- North or in L- Louisiana. Right. Yeah, because you're in the South, the Bible Belt. They have trouble with that. It's weird. I don't really get it. Like you can get totally Budweisered up and beat your old lady. Um, but or even,
3: or, or even worse, even worse, you can uh you can have premarital sex and have an abortion and get it uh absolved and get communion the next week, but God don't smoke a motherfucking joint. Jesus Christ.
0: I know. So I I haven't drank in like almost four years and thank God. Um so the the last time I drank, I tell people this I'm we sold our second biggest job ever. We ended up doing 12 miles of fence for this woman. We did all her excavation. It was a huge project. Um, and we went to the bar for lunch. And then I don't really remember coming home. And the next <laughs> day, yeah. Yeah, so then the next day I come home and all of my shit, and I mean all of it, is in suitcases on the front looking <laughs> on the lawn with like six inches of snow on
3: it man we did a job we did one of our biggest verizon jobs and i got everything i did the excavating we built the roads we shot the grade i mean everything and it was like a huge money maker for us and we're working and one of the guys bought some of that smoky mountain moonshine yeah and it was the cherries right so i'm like eating cherries and then finally I'm mm. drinking a little bit of juice and uh, I was like hell yeah man we're finishing this job it's the last day <laughs>
1: that's not the kind of shit you want to drink I, while you're working
3: dude I got so tore down Well, I mean, they were doing most of the work right I got so tore down I was in the truck crying about my nephew who died 10 years ago it was a freaking nightmare <laughs> shit got you fucked <laughs> up Oh man, I was tore up, but that was a lesson learned. Never did that again.
0: No. Oh yeah. Well, that's what I did. I pretty much flipped the switch, and um, no, it's been good. And I really feel like um, I could function at a super high level. I could take my guys out of town. I got us thrown out of hotels back in the day, and I'd be like, "Get up!" And I, 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 I could outwork them all, and I'll drink them. But you know, <laughs> there comes a point. It ain't
3: worth it. Yeah, I went seven years without drinking, man. I just wanted yeah. to literally quit. I quit smoking um almost 20 years ago. Literally had a brand-new pack of cigarettes, opened it up, was getting ready to pull one out, and I looked at this guy, and I'm like, you smoke Marlboro Lights, huh? He said, yeah. I said, here, I quit. He's like, yeah, whatever, and I haven't had one since.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
3: I did that with smoking, and uh, I did that with drinking. I literally, in the middle of us hanging out, I'm like, ah, I don't feel like drinking anymore, and I went seven years.
1: Damn.
3: Yeah, that's just the way I am. I'm weird like that.
1: I went 75 yeah. days recently. Now I'm trying to drink every day for 75 days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you went 75 days? Yeah. Yeah,
3: you did 75 hard, man.
1: Yeah. So I worked out twice a day, didn't drink at all. Now I now I work out once a day, and I drink every day. So it's kind of similar, but not the same. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you know, this show
3: is kind of going long. But I tell you what, man, we're just kicked back just talking –
1: Somehow, in that seventy-five days, I, I convinced myself that uh, beer had just a shit ton of carbs in it, but it really doesn't. Like this is like three point two carbs. You know? Have you not
3: seen the commercials? Miller uh, Lite is only one carb more than Michelob Ultra, so why it, sacrifice a taste? Just yeah, get Miller no, Lite. Yeah,
1: Michelob's not that good. But cheeseburgers have way is way worse. Like man, <laughs> people are like stop drinking alcohol and soda. I'm like, yeah, all right, cut the soda out. Drink water all day long. At yeah. night time, drink a few beers, that's fine. And stop eating the fucking cheeseburgers, man. You'll you will just lose weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm
3: doing. So Well, I, you you got Sonic where you're at, so you hitting those uh, Sonic, like Sonic burgers, man.
1: Man. Hey, me? Yeah, I you I, I i really I've had like one cheeseburger in the last four
3: months for real. Really? Yeah. I had a cheeseburger for dinner. It was pretty good.
1: Canon explain seventy five hard. You don't know what seventy five hard is, Dan?
3: no uh who is this josh Rand? uh of all people you should freaking know all
1: right i'm gonna explain this Then we gotta party. go because i am hungry so um all right 75 hard that, that's uh dan i was telling you earlier about andy Frasella. he's the
3: podcaster
1: real <laughs> real af that's the name of his Woo! show.
3: you see it's matt out. warner's in here
1: huh? oh yeah So so really, it's 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 a real good show. 75 hard. Here's the deal: you got to drink a gallon of water every day. That's not that hard. I've even got my one gallon freaking Yeti, fucking hundred dollar (laughs) Yeti, one gallon. Um, All right, so that's it. And then two, you got to pick a you got to pick a uh, a a diet and you got to stay on it. You cannot cheat. There's no cheat days at all. If you eat a freaking, you know, if you if you if you eat an M and M, you start over. So you don't cheat at all. Me, I just chose low carb, and no snacks. Like I didn't eat a, a cookie, a, a stickers, nothing like that, you know, just pretty yeah. good food, no not, not much processing, uh, no carbs. When you cut out carbs, you cut out a lot of pro you cut out a lot of bullshit, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So well,
3: you out, were able to pick which diet you, you did, did, right?
1: You can choose whatever diet you want to do, and then you work out for uh, 45 minutes a day, twice a day. So that's an hour and a half of exercising at least one of those has to be outside. That's for 75 days. So um, I did a shit ton of walking because I was tired a lot. You know, you, you wake up early as hell, you work out, you go to work, do your job, come home, work out again, go to bed, a lot of showers, a lot of stuff like that. But man, uh, and and you read um, 10 pages, whatever you want to, every day. So there's a lot of freedom.
3: Non-fiction.
1: Not, yeah, yeah uh, yeah. but who wants to read Harry Potter? You know what I'm saying? So Um, a lot of people,
0: (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) I'm telling you, um, those are all good things. I think just developing those habits in a routine, I get, I get up at five generally and I feed my dogs, get the coffee, going, drink a quart of water, go right to the hot tub, do 20 minutes in there. I check my emails quick, just kind of get myself set a little bit. And then, I go, um, back in and just, I got my routine. I do, you know, but I started fasting. I'm a breakfast guy. And I basically now, um, because I'm doing this whole project animal Land, I've got people like building a cabin. we're over here at blueberry. I got this bottom breakfast and my business is kind of like right there. It's like, so I gave my guys my truck. I got a mountain bike and a side-by-side I've had since March. I don't even have a fucking truck. Um, and I'm just like out the door with coffee and I'm just rolling around, just checking on stuff, making sure people are, you know.
3: Yeah, man, done. I went nine months without a truck. Nine months. but um, you did? Yeah, yeah, I went nine months without a truck, barred a friend of mine's 2006 Toyota Camry. Can you see my big ass on a 2006 Toyota Camry <laughs> with <no> tinted windows? <laughs> the steering wheel was like this, right? And I'm driving with no tint on the windows. <laughs> but um because my guys flipped the truck, so I was like, here take mine, you know. Um yeah. but uh you know, do you
0: listen to a lot of podcasts? I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, well,
3: the reason why I'm asking is he's talking about Andy Frisella. Yeah. You yeah. would love Andy Frisella, and he has a two podcasts. He's got real AF, real as fuck, and he's got M F C O, motherfucking CEO. And if you listen to the MF CEOs, every single podcast is nothing about business strategy, kicking ass in business, what to do. It's called the MF CEO.
1: There's there's also a lot of political viewpoints though, so that's uh, my disclaimer. You cannot be the not least. in the MF CEO, but but the MF MF CEO has turned into really MF CEO. Yeah, yeah. Two years old.
3: It's too. If you listen to the MFCEO, it's all strictly business. Yeah, yeah. If you listen to his new updated Real AF, they talk about politics and all current events. But the MFCEO, hey, every day,
1: it's 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 not a liberal friendly show. I don't. I'll just I'll leave it at that. And and
3: no, it's and not. You know that's all. He's got a huge podcast, no yeah. sponsors, and he goes, "You want to know why I don't have sponsors? Because I want to say whatever the fuck I want to say. That's why.
0: That is." Boy, he doesn't need them.
3: No, he, right. doesn't. he doesn't need them. But no, really, Dan, look up uh MFCEO. You'll okay. love it, man. Full of business knowledge. So Awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, we're going to – I definitely going to be touching base with you. Just the, some of the marketing stuff that you got going on, I'm really interested in that. Yeah,
3: bro. I got all kinds of ideas, man. It keeps me up at night.
1: Well, I'm trying to touch base with my dinner plate and my fork, guys. So Yeah, me too, man.
3: Pepper's texting me like, uh, are you coming home?
0: Uh what about that? dude, what what when are we supposed to stop? What's normal? Uh, uh three, three 45 minutes. minutes. ago. oh, oh, oh. oh, oh.
3: <laughs> Forty five minutes ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah i could talk the year off a wooden horse so fucking cut me off whenever you're ready right uh
1: yeah so like we we can uh we can always do it again like i i'm a i'm a fan of the two two back-to-back episodes i'm trying to get damn block on board with that because man oh, I, down with it, I feel like there. we i feel like we didn't touch the surface man like i wanted to talk more about smoking weed i want to talk about more about uh starting the business and more about building processes earlier on and um, more about how the CFO is causing everybody to lose their jobs. <laughs> I'm kidding about that part, but
3: that is interesting. No, but no, no, really. All, all bullshit aside, um, we got Dave, we got David Gatto next week, guys. Shit, son. David Gatto is the bomb. Dot com. This dude is fucking amazing. Okay. So, so with that being said, uh-huh. why don't we just Dan? Yeah, if a guy by the Dan, name of Dan Wheeler calls you. Just hang up. Don't do yeah, his man. show was not as fun as this, okay? We're he do, a he, does, he does
1: a podcast, too. They don't drink. They don't cuss. They don't do anything. It's just a problem. He doesn't
3: blah, blah, do any blah. of that. Anyway, so we're going to <laughs> schedule Dan Williams again, a follow-up. After in, when? In about four weeks. Four oh, or five shit.
1: Weeks. All right, so four weeks from now, we want to know some shit, and we're not going to deviate from this. We want to know, um, what we' to talk oh, talking about? i talk about smoking weed. We want to <laughs> talk about... Building processes before their processes are too late. That's really that's a, that's
3: huge, man. So October twenty um, sixth. Let's do Dan Williams again.
1: Well we gotta ask him. Shit.
3: Dad. We're yeah. doing you October twenty sixth, bro. Will okay. will will
1: you will you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And hey, hey, plug plugged, guys. Hey we gotta plug. Uh the three of us, we all met two years ago, Mr. Fence Academy in Lebanon, Tennessee, I think That's where we were. Course, yeah. Franklin Franklin Tennessee. Man. We were in- Nashville. Nash- no, Nashville? Somewhere. I no. have no Jackson. idea. Jackson Jackson. No, it was in Jackson, didn't you? No, it was like it was like Franklin. Anyways, we met uh but we met through Mister Fence Academy. Um yeah. and each yep. year, Dan Williams and I we attend the uh the Mister Fence Academy retreat. This year I think it's in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Uh January and I always look forward to it. Um if nothing else it's a whole lot of fun to like hang out and drink beer and talk to a bunch of other fence families. So Dan and Melissa, they come every year. Uh, I'm hope, hoping Corey makes it back this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He got, he got COVID literally. We tested him in the, in the doorway of my house. We were flying to the airport. We were driving to the airport. Yep. Dan Block. What was that CEO um, podcast?
3: M F
1: CEO, you know mother gotcha. CEO. Uh, okay, I got gotcha. you.
3: Mother F <laughs> We got to keep our F's down. And
1: then, Fs. And, then, Fs. and then, real AF is is what it's it's yeah. turned into. Real AF, but it's good stuff.
3: We've talked about ice cream and donkeys, and yeah, we gotta we gotta cut the the F's down.
0: Are you so? Do you bleep any of that out on the rebroadcasts? No, we do not. We it cannot, is an no.
3: explicit broadcast.
0: We
1: love can't
3: it, hate it. We don't give a shit.
1: We're hoping, though. We're hoping, though, if we can get somebody to sponsor us to, to buy us a bleeper, we'll, we'll we'll bleep it out. But yeah, yeah. but they're going to have to pay an
3: awful lot because there's going to be a lot of fucking bleeps. <laughs>
0: Oh, dude. So you know the thing is, is like you could have you ever seen Jimmy Kimmel does like a a unnecessary bleeping. So it's like a newscaster. He's like, yeah, it's gonna rain today, and he's like, you know, it's gonna be a big, it's gonna be a big one, and he's like, (laughs) bleeping it out. So you think he's talking about a big, you know?
3: Yeah, it's funny, man. I've seen it, dude. We got you scheduled, bro. We're 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 in October the what twenty sixth. Ten twenty six, my man. I don't want any excuses. We're gonna talk about weed, we can talk about C B D. And
1: we're talking about real AF and the uh real the CEO AF. project.
0: CEO. Yes. We're just gonna talk about like whatever comes to mind, and I gotta tell you, um, just like you guys, you know, it's a dynamic world and it's always changing. So, mm-hmm.
3: so basically just be high, okay.
0: All right, guys. Okay. Hey, if you got questions, reach
1: out to Dan at Dan at williamsfarmfins.com I'm sure he'll take the email.
3: Yeah, hit me up if you need us. Uh, talk about some marketing and automations. I'm down, bro. All
0: right, bro. Let's definitely do it. I'm so glad you guys got a hold of me. Um, peace
2: out. Okay. Hey, hey can me. I do this for you? Yep. but right. Bring Bobby. Ooh. Thank you for listening to the My Fence Life podcast. And a special shout-out to our sponsors. Southwest Automated Security, our flagship sponsor, and your one-stop shop for gate operators, access control, and video surveillance. Expert stain and seal. RealGoodStain.com. Job Nimbus, the best contractor software this side of the Mississippi. Rachel with MySalesman, the lead qualifying software. No, before you go. d d Technologies, the world's largest and most trusted gate hardware manufacturer and home of the industrial metal shut it badass hinge and benji with cleverfox.online helping businesses digitally outfox the competition we invite you to leave us a review your five-star ratings and reviews help spread the word to others in our industry you can connect with dan and canon on instagram and facebook at my Fence life
1: The concepts and methods discussed are just the perspective of Dan Cannon and their guests. We hope these ideas inspire you to go out there and crush it in your own business.
2: I'm Mr. Producer, reminding you to click follow on your podcast app to receive notifications of future episodes of My Fence Life.